Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is The Guy Show. The Culture Culture Report. Report. Let's go. (laughs) And by popular demand, because everybody was hitting me about her, we have Crystal Jordan as part of the show. Let's go, Crystal. Give it up for Crystal. We wanted to keep coming back. She might not come back real quick. Let's get it up. Let's go, T. All right, so... I'm not even gonna start with that one because you're gonna yell at me because I always bring her up. I'm gonna go into Ice Spice. Don't do Ice Spice. I was gonna do Ice Spice. <laughs> I'm a sw- no, she Let's got go. rookie go year. Okay, anyway. Offset um dismissed his lawsuit against QC. Um, do you think that they'll still be able to have a working relationship, even though he's saying like he's gonna separate, he's an independent artist, he's not signed to them, but do you think moving forward they'll still be able to work together? Uh money changes everything. And if money changes everything, a whole lot of money changes everything. <laughs> so I guess for me, I'm just glad that they were grown men. They shook it out. I'm pretty sure somebody had to give on one side, somebody had to give on the other side, and they got it together. And I think that as time heals, time heals our wound, and I think that we just got to give them the amount of time to get past it, and hopefully they'll do a QC reunion with Offset one day and it'll all be good. But like money changes everything, y'all, and, you know, Money and for money and relationships change everything. I was gonna ask, is Cardi still over there? No, Cardi being on, but oh, I'm okay. saying money and relationship change everything. Money usually gets you the relationship, <laughs> and once you get the relationship, she ain't with certain stuff. <laughs> she wants you to be your own man, your own boss, your own everything, and she gonna get in your head. And usually, I've seen empires fall because of a woman's influence of the man that she's in a relationship with. So you know. 
they figured it out, you know, and now it's all good. That's all I can say. I'll take that. Um, Made in America was canceled. That's a big festival that happens. Why are you pointing? <laughs> Ask her. Ask you- Crystal. She did it, right? So, But no, the people no, no. are blaming Lizzo. Well, that- uh, TMZ actually connected it directly to Lizzo. Ooh. Like, they, they, they showed Made in America canceling with Lizzo's face. And, <laughs> yes. So That's great. Do you are we blaming Lizzo? Like, could the show realistically have gone on with a headliner like her being pulled so soon close to it? And like, is it really her fault? <laughs> I think that because they had done so much, like the preparation for the show, and then it being obviously it was clear that Beyonce, you know, removed Lizzo's name from her show. So obviously that was that was a, that was a subtle move, but it was clear that they were pulling their support. So I think it's just, I mean, at that point, to be able to reverse that entire lineup would be difficult. So yeah, I, I don't think it takes, you know, it's, it's easy to trace those dots to see. I, I think that's a really strong statement, and I think there's a lot of things that we don't know. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, because with the facts I have, that doesn't make sense. Right. There's just switch else. out. Like, the Made America is, is too many lives affected. They feel like they want to blame Lizzo, but if I had to bet, it's probably 20 30%. Lizzo and probably another percent of how the deal was done, and you know, cause she, when you say how the deal was done, like what what do you meaning mean? Meaning that say if Lizzo charged four million dollars to do it, mm-hmm. they had to pay her two million off top, mm-hmm. and oh. I'm just saying like they oh. lost money, and then this happens, and this ain't really nothing that affects. It's kind of like it happened, but it just feels like it it can't just be Lizzo because it's too big. Lose a couple dollars. Here's that. Let's bring another headliner, yeah. but maybe they didn't want the bad PR of switching headliners. It could be so many things that it was just like, maybe yeah, Lizzo's Wait, about 50%. I'm made in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Not that's 20, about 50. But if I'm made in America and I pay my down payment for Lizzo, right? Because that's how I'm looking at it as a down payment. You yep. have right? to, right? Who do do who do do I get my money back as Rock Nation since you're no longer doing it? Does Lizzo get to keep it? Like I have, I think don't it depends know. It depends on, on how the deal is done. Yeah. But if I'm taking money to be a headliner, I'm pretty sure I'm not I'm giving, not giving nothing back. Especially if I'm not the one that, that is re- right. withdrawing. Yes. Oh. If you decide, if you, don't you don't want me, right? That's cool. You don't oh, want me, but they just got to take. But the money might have been guaranteed, no matter what. It could have right. been so many things. If the show went on, the money might have. But to me. It, no matter, I, I I don't know how much she charged, but no matter how much she charged, to me it wasn't worth losing three or four million dollars to go keep the show going. So to me, I don't. I, it doesn't make sense. And they they refunded everybody their money. So that don't make like, sense to me. I don't. See. I think there's 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 something that there's we don't something, know. Something else, something else. Something else going she's on. She's half of it. Yeah. And there were some triggers that yeah. fell behind that. I, I saw her <laughs> mm-hmm. say she was a piece of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so academics actually just recently, I think this morning was going <laughs> off on Erica Badu. Um, <laughs> like I don't even want to repeat the things he said because like that's my aunt in my head and I feel like you got to respect your elders in some ways but he was like going off and I think it's because they had beef from when he, <laughs> she said that he looked like the mouse from Tom and Jerry and I just um, say that she, that she not only did she say that he looked like Jerry it, it was like the most authentic moment and then she did <laughs> she had the aha moment no, no, she did the music <laughs> From time to like y'all got to pull that up. She actually did the music. She, she was like, "You look like Jerry," yes. and then she goes, dun, 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 dun. like literally. <laughs> you got to see his face, like it's as it's happening. So but yes, yeah, so I think he still has beef with her over that. But you can't really go at Erica Badu. Like all the things that he was saying about her, she's already says Fine. herself. Mm-hmm. I just went to her her show. I actually did a cover story on her. She is one of the dopest people. 
people talking. I know everybody's excited about Beyonce coming to town. I'm excited. You know, Taylor Swift was here. But when I tell you Erica Badu's fan base mm-hmm. is something serious, mm-hmm. she is a, a enigma unto herself. So you really can't. And she puts everything out. She had um, John Boyega come out, right? She was like, I got a crush. You, y'all seen him? He's fine. She told Yasin Bey to go wash John Boyega up and have him ready for her at her tr- at her bus. She said that during her. Yasin Bey is most deaf for people that don't know. <laughs> yes, but I, I like him better as most deaf. Yeah. But, but no, she said, go wash him up and have him waiting Ooh, for me at my bus. She I said that. During the show, and he proceeded to walk backstage to go go get ready. So I'm saying you really can't shame Erica. She's just one of those people you really can't do that to. So academics was just going again at himself. I want to say that I personally like academics. Like I like what he represents. He kind of is like the young guy that owns being a young guy in hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. He's like the voice of that youthful hip hop, the rebellion of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like he's the first guy to say "fuck you" to Russell Simmons, LL Cool J. That's that was fucked up to me, but. To call Erica Badu a bitch, to me, that's not journalism, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that that is a result. And I would tell academics to his face because I fuck with him, but that's a result of you not actually going to college to understand the severity of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes back to, like, y'all both went to school for journalism, am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Y'all have a way more responsibility mm-hmm. to the journalistic... Uh, uh, integrity. Yes, journalistic integrity than I do because I'm not a journalist. I'm just a dude with a mic in front of his mouth. That's who academics is. Academics need to be, to me, I would just say to him, he need to be careful. Um, it's okay to disagree with women, but to call women out their name in this environment is very dangerous for your business. Mm-hmm. Like, no disrespect, but when Kanye did what he did, it was like they showed you. And I have a feeling after this Erica Badu moment, that black women are going to show him mm-hmm. that you better not call her a bitch. Yeah, like, that's Andre 3000, baby mama. Like, like you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, she's... Uh, Erica and is she the culture. Is, and right. She is the culture. Don't she has, she's she like is the originator. Mommy, like, she was singing Call Tyrone when you were right. in high school, probably, mm-hmm. right? I know I was in high school. He probably was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to have a... You can disagree... But we got to learn as a culture to disagree with each other without calling each other names. Right, I don't mind saying you're wrong. I, I, I don't mind that. But saying you're wrong, bitch, it's like, come on, bro. You don't need to call a name There's to get no your line. point across. You can say fuck you. I don't even mind that. Right. But fuck the you, bitch. Because he needs to beef up security. Because not only do the street dudes want to get him now. Those right. uh, soulful those soulful, <laughs> those brim soul. hat wearing, yeah. fedora hat men wearing, incense burning, uh, grand rising meeting, dreadlock wearing, all going want to get them too. Oh, Lord, so that's all I would say. The grand rising. They need to have respect for the elders, and I think that that's a thing that's missing in hip hop. But anyway, um, speaking of everybody going crazy and having these issues, um, who should we go to? I'm gonna do Jamie Fox. Um, Jamie Foxx and Jamie Foxx didn't even say anything. First and foremost, Jamie Foxx made a reference to read the, read the quote. Okay. Let me see if I have, let's it. not, exactly. let's not, let's not I do have it. Let's not sub. He uh, said, 
they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? And then he hashtag fake friends and fake love. Very direct. Doesn't seem to have any hidden messages. He's he didn't even say who they was like in the black community. Like, I feel like we all know who they is like they we refer no, to they as no, haters. No, no, no they no, is haters no, in the no. black community. They actually killed Jesus. He actually died. But in this someone thing, he wasn't it. referring the, to the Jews. No, 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 no. Someone, saying, this is what I'm trying to, I'm, I'm backing. I'm saying someone did it. He died. So the day he was speaking of was the they who killed him. Mm-hmm. And a whole nother day took over and took offense to it. And to me, I just feel like, I'm going to just say they. They, every time a black person or a minority speaks up, remind us if it's in the vicinity it ain't even gotta be in it's like we in atlanta he says something in Macon. it's in the vicinity and they want to remind us that they could put us in our place mm-hmm. every chance they get mm-hmm. and to me all jamie fox said was what every black mama has said in the house they killed jesus baby mm-hmm. they don't wish they were gonna do to you mm-hmm. dog crystal you don't even remember this i have a picture in my phone of martin luther king getting beat up right in my phone mm-hmm. Crystal sent it to me years ago because I was having a bad day. And she said, I don't even know if you remember this. You sent me a picture. You said, look what they did to Martin Luther King. This can, don't get over yourself. He went through worse. You're going through business problems. He went through physical business and everything. I keep that. I kept that picture to this day. That's like me saying, look what they did to Martin Luther King. And every white person saying, hey, you need to calm the fuck down. That is. What? That he right. wasn't talking about. Right. He was talking, even if he, even if the people that killed I don't know a lot. I'm not, I'm not a Bible thumper. Let's be clear. I don't know who killed Jesus. But if they were, <laughs> no, I'm being real with you. If I'm they, not sure. If they did, if, if it was, it was if it was Jewish people who killed them, then he, he was only talking about those four or five Jewish people right, who, who, who did the act. Not, yeah. not Jewish people today. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is that no one black thought he was talking about the Jewish no, community no one until the hit dog hollered. <laughs> And now we all start, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, if no, I no, say I, somebody in here stinks, and then Jack is like, hey, nigga, you better shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. I like, didn't know it was you, Jack. You I just, right. Well, I, now I know it is you. So my only thing is, is that if we are all going to exist together properly, uh, uh, the African-American community and the Jewish community, there has to be a complete uh, transparency given and respect given to both sides. Not just to our side, not just us to them. It has to be them to us. And if we saw that happen, none of us would have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But to see the most, the least most problematic (laughs) black man in Hollywood. Literally dates white people. I don't know. I don't know. Recovered. Yes. Hold on. Here's another thing. I don't know one person that has not been to Jamie Foxx's house. This man opens his house every year to everybody. Do you know Ed Sheeran lived with Jamie Foxx? No, Ed Sheeran lived with Jamie Foxx because Jamie Foxx, he he came to Hollywood with a dream and he has this huge compound and he has Rock City. One of their friends, who's a screenwriter, moved to L.A. and lives with Jamie Foxx. He allows, no, he opens his door to every race, creed, color, nation of dreamers and allows them to live in his house. And you found a problem with him to put him in his place. Now, if Boosie said it, <laughs> every there black person in America might be like, every black person in America might be like, cool, cool. 
Boosie, Boosie says a lot of crazy right. stuff. But Jamie Foxx? Yeah, it just was taken who out of Who just came? Who was just praying for? Recovered. But I, I do think, I, I want to say two things. First, they are equally, um, they are equally aggressive. Aggressive, can't watch my words. They are equal. They are passionate about their reputation. Okay, well, right? passion because you remember when the Passion of the Christ mm-hmm. movie. I mean, my my mentor is Jewish, right? And she had to explain to me because I was like, "What is happening? Why are you so angry? What is going on?" And so she she educated me about what was going on. What I think that we, I agree with everything Ray said, but I think that as African Americans, we should take a a note out of their book. Because they guard their brand and their reputation in a total different way. Mm-hmm. Imagine if African, if if when someone says something negative about us, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse we, Jackson and Al Sharpton step up and say, "You ain't saying that," and I speak for the entire community, right, yeah. and we are not supporting you. Right? We ain't spending money take with the you. Money, take the, the money. Take the money. When they took when they gave Kanye his money. Give the money back. Mm-hmm. We don't need your money. Like that's powerful. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you have to respect. People respect who demands respect. Mm-hmm. So you see Jamie, and then also I do want to say Jamie Foxx is a different type of celebrity than Boosie. Boosie's not mm-hmm. ruffling the same feathers. You know, right. Boosie can say whatever. When you get a certain level of, of responsibility yeah. and respect comes with a, you know, certain level of respect comes with a certain level of responsibility. I don't think Jamie owed that apology. It was obviously crafted by his publicist, but I do think that we can take a note out of that and we need to be equally as upset and equally as proactive when people make statements about our community that we don't feel support us. And that includes us. I agree. I know I have like the biggest smile on my face right now. I can't even like hide it. So what are we naming this? Are we calling it the like Montgomery brawl? I'm going for fade in the water. That's what I would like to name. Can I tell you what I call it? What do you call it? I call it the second best day (laughs) to be a black man in America since I've been alive. And it's I know the, the first The one. first day is what? Obama, Obama winning. See how black people, yeah. see by the see way, how, everybody watches, understand no, black just, people. We just know. We just I know. cried when Obama yes. won. And I didn't cry when this happened. But Had a tear in my eye. I think it is the greatest viral video in the internet's history. And <laughs> let right, me tell wait, you why. So I'm going to tell you why, though. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't, I have, my, some of my, one of my best friends is Sean Pace, who's a white guy, right? Mm-hmm. I love white, I don't have no problem with white people. It was the fact that this white, this. He's always writing me about my commentary. No, he's a security guard. If they jumped a random black guy, then it'd be like, what did he do? Right. right. We don't know. This man doing this his job. This man is doing his job. And you guys who are sitting He's on a historical place where slaves were sold decide <laughs> to fuck around <laughs> and, and find, find out. out. That's what y'all did. And, and then there was a young 16-year-old kid yeah. who was so moved watching this black man who he didn't know get jumped that he jumped in the water (laughs) they're white friends i don't know if you know something but a lot of black people are afraid of the fucking swimming you can't even see through that water and 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 as much as i love us i if it was the pool i would have swam across (laughs) but that i listen you can't pay me money to swim in water i can't see into (laughs) he jumped in this water swam like michael phelps (laughs) To fight with this black man. You know how good he really got to be to swim to, to a swim. fight? To fight. And then he got out the water. And still and then, threw the and, ball. And, and, yeah. to fight and then it was a little white chair that said, I want to be a part of this moment to pick me up and use me. I'm not hard, guys. I don't hurt as bad as a fist. It looks worse. I look worse than what I feel, but it's going to look so good it going across. So they good. It was like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. So good. And to me, and to me, 
And that video represents what African-Americans would probably be if Martin and Malcolm wasn't killed. Mm, That's that. serious. It re- because Tupac has a famous line on one of my favorite songs, To Live and Die in L.A., where he says, we might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this, we'll tear this bitch down, you get us pissed. Mm, I love that. And they tore that bitch down. Mm. It was a great, I, I, I can't, I'm just so, and it was in Alabama. If it was like, in L.A., if it was in L.A., yeah, Crystal, yeah. I'd probably feel like, ah. Oh. Yeah. It was in Alabama. <laughs> right and you know what was what I loved about it? Because I watched the video in different angles over and over. Even last night, I was watching different angles. And and the thing about it, you guys have to watch. The, the, I will say this. There's, there's, there's three white men on a boat and a white woman. Mm-hmm. The white woman runs. Ray would have this thing that he would tell me, run to the fire, right? Whenever, like, as opposed to adversity, instead of running from it, run towards it. The white lady runs to the fire. Now, we, our people got together in unity and the black women attacked the white women and the, and the men attacked women. the men. So there was no, there's no mm-hmm. way to say that he was beating up a woman. This white woman runs off the boat and these sisters gave her what she was coming for. <laughs> so now good. she got off the boat before the men. Then this is the funniest thing. I swear you guys have to watch it because I could not stop watching it in slow motion. So then another white guy, he looks over, he sees her taking a beating and he's like, well, Okay, I'm gonna get off the boat. One of the black men bring the boat back to the thing because the boat is tied, but he he brings it back. Then the last white guy finally gets off the boat. He he starts getting his behind whoop, and then he just jumps into the water because he doesn't want any more. It's the best play, but the most impressive thing is the way we just unify mm-hmm. without even like speaking. Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the non speaking. That's my favorite thing about like the and, black and, culture. And it, and it was also. Here's another beautiful part. That security guard was ready to fight everybody, and yep. he did. He, he didn't sure even know was. help was you coming. You see him throw his he, hat. The way through the hat, like, that, it was like, oh, that, well, oh that, that's that Bobby Shmurda throw the hat off. Let's go. About to no, go he turned down. it to his back, and he's like, nah, this ain't working. And the way he <laughs> so, threw it was oh, like, hot boy? Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> and he fought. And, if, and I promise you, I feel like before every black party, <laughs> before every black event where we get together, just play that video and say, guys, remember, yes. this is who we, are. Mm-hmm. who we are. A good reminder. If we stand together. <laughs> I agree. People and already got the shirts with the Brother, chair. let me tell you something. Chair. I'm having a meeting Sunday with some. We have this once, once a week meeting I'm a part of, and I'm saying this on record. I'm going to get in that room and ask all of those people in that room, all Atlanta royalty, let's all put some money together and create a scholarship fund for Aquaman. Yeah, because that kid, for him to be sick, like if that was my son, I would have cried with so much pride. Yeah, like that's what the fuck you do. You (laughs) see somebody that looked like you in trouble, and you ran to the fire. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was it was it was incredible. I I can't I can't talk enough about. (laughs) And I really I like that the way the police also handled it. Like they Mm -hmm. detained everybody. Like they didn't just take the black people. They took thirteen people together. Were detained. They all got out. They didn't charge anybody for charging the white folks. Yeah, they only charging the white folks. There's two more. They said they want to interview. Just interview though. They didn't. (laughs) They didn't put out a warrant for his arrest like they did the other people. So I really I think one location played a big role in Mm -hmm. why we feel so connected to it and why it's so important and we just have this proud. And, and, and I want to say something. I'm going to say, last thing I want to say on this is, to anybody listening that is not black, I want you guys to understand something. In every sector of black folks' lives, there's a person that doesn't look like us that we have to answer to or has control over it. And those people usually remind us, at not all the time, but sometimes, that you are less than. Mm-hmm. And 
sometimes the only thing you could do, no, my, the famous, famous guy, Jay Prince has a famous saying. <laughs> he says, you know why I handle business the way I handle business? Because that's how they handle business. Paperwork, all that, courts. But this is how we handle business. And we handled our business that fucking day. Thank you to Amen. those people. Let's go. Um, so, Kai Sanat started a whole big riot. riot. Yep. I don't, all right, we'll call it a it riot. It wasn't a riot. It wasn't a riot. It was a melee. So my all right. So he had put on his Instagram that he, or his social media is that he was going to be giving away PlayStations in Times Square at three o'clock. I believe was the time he posted this at about one thirty. So it gave people about an hour and a half. An hour and a half to get to Union there. Square. To Union Square. So um, originally, when the police showed up, it was only about three hundred people there. But it just turned into this crazy, all out, out of control. Tear gas got thrown. It turned into a riot. So my question is, what type of responsibility do artists have to their fans when they try to do something like that? So as a, as a, if you're a mother and your child says, "Hey, one of my favorite artists are going to be in Times Square today, and I want to go down and get a PlayStation." And then next thing you know, your child is being trampled. Do you now lose trust as a parent to let your child even go to events like this? Like, how is this going to affect him and his fan base in the long run? Well, I would say this. Uh, I think that every artist can learn from these influencers. Mm -hmm. uh, what Kai did was show you how powerful he is. Yes. Now, he's not, he's not selling anything. But imagine if that was a new rapper coming up. Imagine if Ice Spice did that. Mm -hmm. Those are the types of moments that make artists look like icons. Mm -hmm. Seeing a, a riot in sight because you were there right. are moments that change the entire perception of you. In How many way. artists right now are not taking advantage of the opportunities to cause uh, uh, confusion and make a riot if they wanted to? Like, like pandemon pandemonium is the word I'm looking for. How many artists can afford to make that who can make pandemonium, but don't do it. Like pandemonium, pandemonium is what changes us. Remember, for people that don't know, remember how you, back in the early 2000s and late 90s, you know how you knew an artist was the shit? But how many people bus. showed up to Times Square when you was performing on TRL? Oh, yeah. How many yeah. people With were the outside the line? How many oh, people yeah. were outside the Good line when, by, when you was mm -hmm. on 106 and mm -hmm. Park? Mm -hmm. That was how we gauged. Not how many followers you had. How many people will move because actually, you are get there? Actually get up out of their seat. No, that's the original fan. Fan. The followers now has replaced the fans. Mm -hmm. And now we look at somebody's following and say they have fans. They might just be following you to see a train wreck. Mm -hmm. They that's might be just, following you to true. see you look Good stupid. One. That's true. Fans show up with Good signs one. and a mom and a dad mm -hmm. and all the other stuff. So I would just tell every artist watching and every media outlet, we got to get back to those moments because mm -hmm. that's how we knew. How many, that's how we knew Confessions was going to sell a million first week. Well, Usher showed up to TRL and it was fucking a million people outside. It was like, oh, we about to have a huge week. Artists, take note from that. What he did to me was just what I'm what that was normal. I just think that kids don't have because it's not TV and he did it from Twitter or whatever he did or Twitch or whatever he did, it made people kind of feel like, well, it's, who, who sees that? Knowing Bow Wow's gonna be on TRL at 3 p.m. 
and he's gonna look out that window. He's not even gonna see, come and hang with y'all. He just gonna <laughs> no look way. out the window and, and wave, you and you got crazy. a thousand people out there. That less, that's power. We need to start getting back oh. to artists showing the audience the power of their influence and their celebrity. I wonder if kids have that fan moment like we used to have with Bow Wow. Like, do they still even look at artists like that? Like, I cried when I didn't get Bow Wow CD the first day it came out. Like, I cursed my mother out. Like, Bow Wow's gonna know I didn't get his CD. Like, I had a heart attack. Like, I never cursed. Do people even? Well, I didn't really curse her out. I didn't really curse her out, but I really like. I remember panicking and like. I never expressed disdain to Lorraine. You couldn't even. I never expressed. She was upset. I remember I never expressed frustration to her because <laughs> she would have smacked like the shit out of me <laughs> and no problems asked. So but I'm, do kids even get that fan thing? Like are teenagers too cool to even be fans? Like, but they're not interacting. They, they, we're not interacting. interacting. Everything is Twitch. Everything mm. is Twitter. Everything is tweets. Everything is Instagram, but every, TikTok. But I will say this though, because I did a story on the fact that, um, and I'm sure we're going to experience the same type of earthquake this weekend when Beyonce comes. There are artists out there that get people out of their seats. They And actually, they did a, oh, a study on Taylor Swift's concert. And it actually, the way that her fans were engaging at her show caused it to actually register as an earthquake. Wow. Yes. So power. So that's so to me, I feel like we do have those. I'm telling I you, when she I shut down Marta, but damn, no, 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 no. it was an earthquake. And, it, and check this out. It was actually like? more impactful for longer than a football. There was like uh, I can't even remember the, the name of the team that won because it was consistent for five hours. People were jumping up and down and engaging for that amount of time. And they were, you know, was comparing uh, Taylor Swift to Beyonce. But both of them have that type of impact and i'm just gonna tell you guys seeing erica badu's show it's a different vibe but her fans will get up and do whatever she tells them to mm-hmm. do like you know what i mean so there's a different type of power in in those type of and artists need to flex their celebrity yes like dog if if if, if i can step outside right now and we got fans for the god show <laughs> price went all the way to fuck up <laughs> seriously i'm the people showing up shows everything artists need to show people show up for them do more things for the fans Okay, everybody, my favorite thing to talk about. Tory Lanez has been sentenced. He got 10 years. Um, A whole lot has happened this week, so Iggy got dragged for writing a letter in support for him. Um, Meg went on to say, like, she hasn't had a day of peace since the situation happened. Um, And then, of course, the sentence actually came out, so there's been mixed reviews about it. Um, One thing somebody stopped by and said earlier is that Bare minimum, he was going to get five years because he had a gun on him and he's a felon. So he was facing 20. He only got 10. Is this considered a win or a loss? The person that he shot in the area that he they shot walked away, walked on that area right after, a day after. Listen, he's guilty. I'm not arguing that. He should be sentenced. But for a man to be sentenced 10 years for shooting a bullet at the ground that by mistake that ricocheted and hit a foot feels like they're making an example out of him, in my opinion. Well, not only is he sentenced for 10 years, but he cannot come back to the United States. So he has to, he's being extradited to Canada afterwards. And then he can potentially petition to come back in 10 more years. Hmm. You get what, first of all, I just want to, like I've mentioned before, Meg did not press the charges. The state picked it up. So but he, Meg is talking heavy about him. She wasn't at first. It's going to backfire. Did the dis, it's he did back, the I, I believe it's going to backfire against her. 
Yeah, well, we've seen it. Well, I, I don't I know if she chose not to put out music, reason, but she's the reason why, the reason why I say, right The reason now. I say I believe it's going to backfire against her is because the wound is already there. Mm-hmm. And you still attacking. Y'all, he shot a woman. He shot a female. It's like, we know he got sent. But, I mean, I think that him doing a year in prison was enough. But doing 10. You think you like, should do 10? I do five. Can I say why I say that? Five. Oh, let me tell you why I say that. If it happened you to you, no if it happened to you, you would want him to do five to ten. But if it was your brother that was Tory, that's true. You would take a totally different position. Now, if she got shot and she was hurt, if he shot, I, if at he her. shot her, no, if he hit her, man, do it. From what we know, he shot at the ground and ricocheted and hit her. And if I was on her team, I would say let 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 let, let lie, dying dogs lie. The, don't piss on the wound because like because it will. Backfire. I feel like he was the one pissing on the wound. Meg was minding her business. He was Stop. going around. See, we ain't doing that. See? See, we ain't, nobody was my Listen. She was. Listen, oh. minding your business is not cursing somebody out because they was looking at a friend. That's not minding your business. You would, you would, if you, we drunk, we're you not talking talk, about the listen, actual Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you drunk but that is a and you it, talk though. to me crazy, I don't give a fuck who you are. It's, it's going to be a consequence. The consequence might be I don't fuck with you no more ever. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm saying I have done dumb shit to people who have disrespected me before in my eyes. And what I'm telling you is that I still don't think that I deserve 10 years in jail. And I also believe if he had the same scenario and he shot shot a girl named Michelle who was from Orange County... California, and that was who he's dating. He wouldn't have got ten years. That's true. I believe that. I don't think he would have got ten years. It was because who he shot. It was because how big her voice is. It's because of who she's attached to. That you don't fuck. You fucked around and found out. Well, I think it's also they're making an example out of him, and he represent. But I and I don't. I don't agree that he's not showing remorse. I don't think that there's anything else that he can potentially do. But I think I at the point where we're going back and forth. If we're if we're fighting back and forth in a, and then I get out, I mean that that's not the same as. Hey, I'm gonna kill you if you don't do yeah. what I tell you to do. Yeah. Hey, he was he and listen, let me tell you another thing. See, this is the thing. I hear dance, you. Bitch, dance. I hear you. It, but this is what I'm saying. Well, he felt comfortable enough to do that. They were both drunk. They were both drunk. Tamira, have you ever done something drunk? Stupid. I, I can think of all the time for being drunk huh? and dumb. Okay then. So guess what? What happens? But I got to deal with the consequences. But are you saying that it's different? Do you think it's different when a woman gets drunk and when a man gets drunk? Because when a woman gets drunk, a lot of times women and and we don't know. I mean, I did hear some 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 information from the court. But if a woman hits a man when she's drunk, Mm -hmm. and then a man hits her back, they're both inebriated. Mm -hmm. So is he the only one that's wrong? Listen, I'm all about answer the question. Hit them back. The, Answer the question. Don't, don't, it's your turn. I Answer don't the think question. you should hit men. I don't think females should hit but men. But she just said a scenario. Answer herself in the scenario. Everybody's wrong because everybody putting their hands on. Don't put hands on people if you think you're not going to get the hands returned. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't know what was said, what was done. There was obviously a fight. We, we do know that there was a fight. Little so, man was scared. That's what we're doing. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. By the way, short shaming is a thing. <laughs> Short shaming is short shaming is, is something that we should I'm address five as men. One. I'm five no, no, one. So how you gonna call him little man then? No, no, no. Yeah, he's same height as me. That's my. That's my. It's okay to be short as a girl. It's okay to be short as a girl. I just want to point out that it was hilarious that his hair doctor tried to say <laughs> that he was trying to help 
other people. That's just hilarious to me that they, that they tried that PR spin. I, I wish that his every, lo- I wish his legal team would have just let that lie. That was oh, that was it. a lie. They tried to oh. hit it every way. Okay, um, so I want to move on to the music question of the week. If an artist is on a label and they put out an album that doesn't do well. What makes a label keep trying to push that artist? Like, what makes them say, you know what, we'll we'll stick with you and let you? Work Why with didn't another? it do well? That's a good question. Why didn't it do well? That's the question. Why didn't it do well? Was it timing? Did it drop the same week as somebody else who was bigger and they outsold us? Mm-hmm. Why did was the song not right? Um, I remember putting out an album that it's funny because a lot of the a lot of the labels' problems come from data guys. I remember dropping an album, a particular album I was associated with, and the data guys told us. It's going to do about 70 or 80,000. And I remember sitting in the room saying, shit, I don't know, but I don't think so, but shit, you the data guys. What the fuck do I know? (laughs) And the album wound up doing way less. And um, nobody got fired. Okay, nobody. Because the data guys was like, well, that's what the data told us. That's why. So I'm just saying, it's a lot of reasons why albums fail. Um, It's sometimes just too early. Sometimes it's just... Uh, too late. Sometimes it's not the right time. It's it's all about momentum. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question, Ray? What if the artist, their celebrity, is bigger than the actual? Like it's a their their star is big, but the music is not great. I was just somebody just asked me this about an artist. They like that Sweetie. person's big. No, no, it wasn't. Sweet. But that person is big. I didn't say that. <laughs> and they and but the the music is not ever. You know, it's not really giving what their celebrity gives. Uh, no connectivity. Mm-hmm. Artists don't have no connectivity. They think, I, I wrote something, I said, artists think that they are, the older artists think that they're selling music. The younger artists think that, the older artists think they're selling music so they don't focus on the story. The younger artists think they're only selling lifestyle and, and so they don't focus on the music. Mm-hmm. And everybody is lost. And the, and the reason why is because artists think, I just need a hit. Mm-hmm. And in today's market, we have access to too much information mm-hmm. for you to just give us a song without a reason behind it. So there are artists whose celebrity is up here and they sell down here. I mean, not being funny, but I think Coyle Ray is a huge celebrity that sold 10. But I also think that it was too early for her to come out. It was like, don't confuse followers mm-hmm. with fans. Chloe was like that, right? Yeah, Chloe. Same thing with Chloe. Don't confuse followers with fans. Fans are active. Fans is a verb. Followers is just a noun. We're just people place a thing. We're just following. Mm-hmm. I, how many people do how many people do you follow that you probably don't even know their name? You just might follow them because I don't know how many pages I follow where I don't like. Oh yeah, well, I follow you. What's, what's your name again? Like, but come when on. you look at the demographics of why, because a lot of times with PR, we look at like why is that person popular? Why are people following them? A lot of time, if it's a pretty girl, people are following because she's fine. That doesn't mean she, they're going to buy what she's selling, right? If it's a dude, I mean, people may be watching other guys, maybe watching to see what he's doing, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to have a call to action that works. And so I think those those are a great great artist. Chloe, I think, is dope, but I think that a lot of people that are following her, it's more about her persona than. Maybe her music. No, no, let me say another thing it is. A lot of these artists, you know a lot of these artists for failing? I can tell you why. Because money. Because because people are paying to see you. Promoters are paying you to have people come to see you. Mm -hmm. Promoters are also paying rappers' girlfriends too, by the way. That don't mean that we want to hit an album. So I think a lot of these artists are seeing how much money they're making. I'm getting $80,000 a show. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm going to sell albums. Nah, bro, it's just... 
you a celebrity and hype. promoters are taking advantage of your hype and people want to party with the right people and you that's there. But that doesn't mean I'm going to buy your album. That doesn't mean I want to hear your music. How many artists, like, I know who NBA Youngboy is. We all do, right? Mm -hmm. Can you give me one of his songs? Can you? You see what I'm trying to say? Like, I probably know two or three. How many? But he's huge, mm -hmm. right? He, but he's huge musically. Big. He's huge musically to a different audience that is concerned about how many kids he has, how many babies he's making, how much trouble he's getting in. We know that information. We know okay. if he, because we are adults in the world. We just like, oh, damn, he's in trouble. Damn, that's nine <laughs> kids, man. Man, somebody got to talk to him. That's how we looking at it. My son don't care about how many kids he got. He doesn't understand the repercussions of how many kids he got. He just likes the music. Mm -hmm. So the, everything is compartmentalized now. So just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean people are going to buy your album. Just because you got 5 million fans don't mean you can get 5 million people to stream your music. It doesn't work like that. People will stream your music if you activate them, but you got to give them the reason to be activated. And that's not saying, here's artwork or a clip from my video and saying, drop Friday, go check it out. <laughs> right. Dog, we got 500 people we follow and saying the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Why are we going to listen to your song? Give me a reason. Mm -hmm. Something. Anything. Anything. I like that. So should managers invest their personal finances into the artist? Hell no. <laughs> managers should never spend money. No, so what? Managers, I managers should spend money. That's, let me ask you a question. I'm going to make it real simple. If I ask you to come be a manager of my studio, mm -hmm. but I need you to give me $5,000 to put into it. <laughs> do you want to do taken. that? But I thought that. Like, do you you, you, you got to learn to answer questions. Do you want to do that? Yes or no? No. Exactly. But Why don't you want to do that? Because I, you asked me to sense. manage this. Now, if you work. said, come be my partner in the studio, right. give me 5000 way different. I'm a partner. I can't get married. I can't get fired. But I if I'm that's a what manager, you get managers for to pay for like studio time what? and stuff like that. Managers don't pay for studio time. They don't pay for nothing. Managers manage. My job is to manage your to business the, the, the to navigate your business and get a percentage of that. My job is not to invest in your business. Then I'm an investor and a manager. It's different. Are some people? Do some people choose to do that? Yeah, and those people and those people get burnt because that's what the that's what the arguments are usually when the when the managers separate from the artists they be like I invested all this money in you I paid this well, so the, well let's be clear just because I didn't give you money don't mean I didn't invest yeah, okay. because there's a I'm such thing as time that mm -hmm. you can't get back I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars investing in artists mm -hmm. I never was mad at how much money I lost that was also investing in me learning a business mm -hmm. I was mad about the time I lost I actually missed my daughter being born because I was in New York. Putting energy into an artist that I don't even work with no more. I was, there, I was not there for my daughter's birth. But instead of me being mad at the artist, I wasn't there for y'all. I was there for me. Mm. Because that was my business also. It's just, fuck y'all. Y'all don't realize what I list for y'all. Like, this is still your dream. You know, so it's that. Okay, so I want to go on to, well, we're going to call it American parents. Black Parents. No, you guys have a black mom and we black dad. Yeah, be, so that's why it's not she's black mom, dad. We're going to do black parents. Okay, okay so... Um, you might know a little bit more about this because you know some new stuff. So kids and vaping, like vaping is a new thing amongst kids, but it's getting lower. I thought it was like a teenage thing, but they're, they're confiscating vapes from kids in elementary school. Mm -hmm. So recently there was a picture that went viral of a teacher collecting vapes from her classroom, and it was like a bag full of vapes. And it's like... As parents, like, so what, when I was growing up, we had the truth commercials going on. We had the don't smoke above the influence. You know what paid for the truth commercials? 
cigarette companies. Cigarette companies had to legally. Oh right, because they, they had sued to for because they were sued yeah. exactly, so they had to pay for it. They yep. still do. They still have to put. They have cigarette companies are the only company that has to warn you about them before you get in business with them. Yeah. That has to pay, to, not a warning sign, but they have to actually spend money to remind you that what they sell is bad. Oh, I thought you meant. So aside from the warning label, they have to do something. They, no, have, they have to, to do. They have to campaign. Against. More people have died from cigarette <laughs> cancer. Like cigarettes mm-hmm. have killed more people than any other drug. So they have to. Mm-hmm. My mother still smokes. I'm about to now, what was the question? Know. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, so as far as parenting is concerned, um, what who's to blame for this kind of rise in vaping in young kids, and what roles should parents have in working with schools to make sure? We kind of nip this in the butt. I let the mother go first because she always goes first. Dad comes last. <laughs> he gets the big piece of chicken. <laughs> but I think that I think that this problem is the stigma around vape is not as serious, right? So I think that you see it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Like kids are doing it and it doesn't, they don't realize that actually science shows that vaping is actually more dangerous to you later than actually smoking a cigarette, right? It's actually like three times the level of a cigarette. But when we go to a club, it's very much cool and a part of the culture. And so I think that, first of all, we need to educate parents. We were just talking about the fact that that tobacco companies have to pay this money to not only make sure the warning label is there in every promotion that they do, but also invest into educating the community on the harm. And I think we need to push. There need to be policies put in place to push for the same thing with vape pens because – I know a lot of people that use them, and it does. It feels like it's a it's a better alternative, mm-hmm. but actually, it's worse. And the problem is, we haven't they haven't been around long enough to see the effects. So when okay. we see with cigarettes, you see the lady with that the, is a fact. We don't the, know yet. Yeah, right. the 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 everybody yeah, the, the commercial the voice thing. Like we're gonna see something worse probably with vape because it's it's first of all you're doing it so quickly. And it's and not gonna be an old lady. It. It's gonna be a teenager. Anything that you plug into a wall and charge and then suck into your lungs. Cannot possibly be a good thing, especially young. Yeah, like what if there was an electric not, drink? Right, so it's an electric drink. No, you put it in, and then it gives you. It produces this <laughs> fluid, and then it. you drink it. People would be like, "Hell no!" Nah. But, but these are smoke. kids that lungs are not developed, right? So if you're any, anyone under eighteen, really, actually under twenty-one, their lungs are not developed. So what is that going to do to a ten-year-old's lungs over a period of time? I think we're going to see that in like the next two decades or so. Are you guys my, my response as the black father is, <laughs> is I think kids are, kids have, because of the internet, so much access mm-hmm. to so much information that they're stressed and running to vapes to relieve themselves of stress. These kids have more stress on them than we ever had. Mm-hmm. And it's not because the world is harder. The world is actually easier. Technology has made the world better. But that technology has given them access to so much information that, I mean, dog, kids know about sex. Kid, like, like, like I always say, I used to have, I had, it took me two hours to go buy, my, two weeks of working and two hours to go buy my first porno. And all a kid got to do is go to Pornhub.com on their cell phone and say, yes, I am 18. And they get, and they get access. And I had one movie. We shared that shit, me and my friends. My baby got back four. I remember the title. <laughs> We shared it with me and my friends. We would say, you get it this week. You ain't done with it. Now you have access to all in and all the porn in the world. Mm-hmm. You ain't done Man, with it. imagine how much pressure that, that is. Hilarious. That's why these kids are having sex early. They're smoking early. They're deciding to change their sex, their gender. They have access to so much information. And they can see each other. So I remember being like, okay, there was a popular group at school and your, your peers 
at school were the people that you had to make sure. Those are the people you had to compete with. But now now the school cafeteria is the is global. It's global. Now you know what every kid got. You know when they who like I I didn't realize I was poor until I moved to Atlanta. Right. I didn't know I was poor until I was twelve. You pull up up, now. Now kids know know they're poor. Wow. And they're being lied to because I remember I did not even know. I, I grew up in Oklahoma, so I did not know that black women were wearing weaves. I just thought everybody else's hair was growing out of their scalp like that. I didn't exactly. know until I got. But so I grew up thinking, well, what, what is wrong with me compared mm-hmm. to all these other women? So when I became a publicist in the entertainment industry, not only did I see that everybody had weaves and microlinks, but also photographers were photoshopping. Mm-hmm. But I was an adult and I was able to understand, oh, these women don't really look like this. Yes. But when you look at Instagram, Everybody looks perfect. And so a, people, I can't people, imagine being an 11-year-old People, and right. I want every kid to know that Instagram, TikTok, Everything. for the most part, is a person's life highlight reel. Mm-hmm. It's just a highlight reel. It's They're like, it's like watching clips of Michael Jordan playing compared to watching him the whole game. Mm-hmm. Just showing the highlights. Right, right. That's what these social media networks are doing. Mm-hmm. And me as a black father, I, I, my, anytime my kids are having a moment and their mom is like, He's going through something. I, shut the fuck. He ain't going through nothing. What can he be going through? Look at the house he lives in. He doesn't even, he doesn't have a worry in the world. And if it's a worry, it's a, it's a worry that he made. Mm. Do not worry about nothing. You got it. I'm blocking for you. You got your dad and your mom. Mm. Both, both constant. Mm. You got a father who's successful, who, who gives you every program, movie. You want to be in a movie program? You want, I do it all. You can't be stressed. You don't even know what stress looks like. I think they're also being told that they have triggers and and anxiety. And some of that, I'm not saying that, I'm not negating that. But I do think when a kid doesn't have, when you don't have options, you don't know any better. So if I said to my, I remember I I told somebody, like, my kid wanted to be Spider-Man. He was like, I'm Spider-Man. That was his only option. But now it's like, well, are you Spider-Man? Are you stressed? Are you depressed? Are you, it's like, maybe I am depressed. (laughs) Well, yes, I am. Right. (laughs) Yes, I do. They got too many options. Like, it's like, it's like, it's this episode of Family Guy. Love By family the way, guy. I love Family Guy. You should watch it because it gives you these moments. And they was trying to accuse this doctor of misconduct. And they said to him, they said to Peter, think about it. What did he do to you in that room? And I gave him, I guess he gave him like a, what they Fing- do when they stick when your finger? And he was episode, like, a prostate yeah. check. And he was like, he raped me. Yep, I remember that. Because <laughs> they forced him to think about it. It's like, if you think about it, what did he do? And he raped me. Yeah. And it's like, bro, he didn't rape you. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that we have access to too much information. And that information is killing us. Not us. Because as adult, even as adults, we get depressed. Mm-hmm. Even as full grown adults with bills, we still be like, damn. But imagine a 12-year-old yeah. being told. I'm going to tell you something really quick. One of my favorite groups of all time is 8-Ball and MJG. I think I might have said this on this story. And they had a, on the show once, they had a song called Just Like Candy. And back in that day, everybody wanted candy painted cars. And, you know, when you was broke, you found the hookup, right? You, you, I get it for 500, I want 500. And it's a line in the song where 8-Ball eight, eight says, um, it ain't candy if it didn't cost a couple of G's. Mm-hmm. And that stuck with me. I was like, I can't ever get candy because, pay, because I don't have a three, 4,000 to get my car painted, right? He set the tone. That's every kid's life right now. Mm. You know, everybody knows how much people, how much money people are making. Everybody is seeing couples saying goals. He flew me to Paris, mm. first class. And sometimes I'm just do like, how the fuck they paying for this stuff? Right. Like I just don't make sense to me. Well, and I'm and mind this. you, I have money, mm. and I know people that have money, mm-hmm. and the people that I know have money 
don't act like that. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from Rodney Jerkins. Rodney Jerkins told me one day, he was like, if someone brags on how rich they are, Ray, they don't really have money. Mm-hmm. Because money, people with money don't, want you, don't want you to know how much they really have. Not because they worry about you robbing them, because it kind of comes off like shame. Like, yeah. like I'm trying to shame you. He taught me that. Point is, is that these kids are having complete access to everybody's business. We know how much the fucking wigs cost. We know how much the, the real lace fronts cost. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We know how much the, the, the hair costs. We know how much the... We know too much. Right, I can't even lie about how much my hair costs anymore. I'm saying we have access to too much information. And but that's also why a lot of people are a, a scammer. Like, a lot of people in... G Herbo, like I, even people that are making money have I to still, figure out how to scam to look like fake. they have the money yeah. that they do. I just was talking to one of the girls that was on Basketball Wives, and she was talking about how many people are renting cars that are on reality TV mm-hmm. because they want to keep up the idea to yes. trick these people to think that they really most have people that money. on yeah. reality TVs don't live in a house that they film in. They or a car, or a car that they like, or, they, or, or, or they paying a note, jewelry. Or, I mean, because what people don't understand is, is that these people be getting these business loans, pay, mm-hmm. getting the Rolls Royce, driving for six months, and, and they don't even on. care if they get re, re, yeah. um, a repo because yep. it's in their business name thing. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all cap. You just got to ask yourself, what do you want your reality to be? I don't care about what no one says. I might care what Jay Z says. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. So when Jay Z said, "If you can't buy it twice, don't buy it," yeah. shit like that stuck with me. Yeah. Now when Akon started talking about, he said, "I was like, come on, Akon, you motherfucker, you got, you got like a hundred thousand cars, man, you, you're crazy." But I, I, he might have been like that now. But Akon had a gas station. Man, be quiet. You know what I'm saying? You want to or a tycoon with a gas station? You was, <laughs> you had some money and you want to flex it. But Jay Z, he 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 has more money than all these rappers, every rapper alive. Yet he doesn't flex it. Because that's not what you're supposed to do. And he taught us that on the 444 album. But it was also Jay-Z as a mature Jay-Z. Right. Not that's my point. Yeah, so, that, so it's easy for you to say that because you're mature. But I really do feel, I feel a lot of empathy for young people now. Because even boys, they think they're supposed to be able to pay. What 21-year-old yeah. can buy a girl a bag? Like, yeah. that's crazy. And they're trying to do it. They are trying to do so it. They're gonna Bruh, I'll be damned. <laughs> If I put my little, my daughter wears Barbie sneakers and Mickey Mouse. Oh, wait, this actually goes to my next question. So um, I put it in, I said, what if little Raymond, but what's your son's? Because how old is your son? Stone. Stone Stone is grown though. What kind of adult? He's 25. 20, yeah. Okay, so this actually works perfectly for him. So actually we could use Stone. But either one of them, your son comes home, right? I got, what if little Raymond came home (laughs) with a female that was five years older than him with three kids and two baby daddies? My son wouldn't. What advice would you give him? So I'm hitting to the little Meech and Summer Walker no, yeah, no, no, no. situation. No, no, no. If it was Summer Walker, I might say, hey, don't play with it if you ain't trying to be real with it because she got kids and she is a star and it feels fun. But if you're you going to play with her, play with her. Let her know that. But if you're not going to play with her, then don't play with her. Because she said he, he but here's pursued the her for two Summer years. Summer Walker has enough money and resources to take care of her kids without a man. That's why it's different. Got to talk is different. But my if my question was, what advice would you have? Well, my you son said wouldn't. That you would, you, would Stone bring that home? No. Listen, let me tell you something. No, we're not doing let me that. Ta- let me tell you something. It's a famous. It's because uh, of Meech Father. No, 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 no. Listen. No, it's because I, no, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. I hadn't even got to that point yet. No. Got, <laughs> like, listen, listen, can I, let me, just, uh, let me. No, let me. why would I want my, I mean, this is what we have to, as women, we have to be conscious of. A man, a, a man has a right to have preferences just like a woman does. Mm-hmm. As my son's mother or my brother's sister, I don't want him to have to, even my guys that are friends, 
I'm very protective of them because that's mm-hmm. whose back I have, right? So if a woman has responsibility, now if he's in love with her, I would still tell my son, no, that's not what we're doing. Um, because there's he's 25 years old and he's a professor, and so he's successful. He doesn't need to do that. He can mm-hmm. start, you know, why, why would you do that? And Just like I would tell my daughter, she shouldn't be she with a play. man. She don't play with her daughter. It has... Three Stone has a much better chance of fucking up than <laughs> Chanel does. I just want to say this: she don't play with a daughter. I don't play with my daughter either, but she don't play. Good. But it's, let me tell you what: it's, it's this famous line um, from a different world where Dwayne Wayne and Whitley was talking, and Dwayne Wayne says to Whitley, "What kind of husband do you want?" Oh Whitley? yeah, I love this. Whitley says, "What kind do you think?" Dwayne says, "Rich." She then says, "I would like a man who's educated, enterprising, and ambitious." So w- you wouldn't mind if he was poor? And she said, "That type of man is never, never be poor." poor. So when you ask me a question about what kind of my son doing certain things, that's not going to happen because he's not being raised to do that. Like, I don't even worry about that. When my son misbehaves and treats a human, one of his friends bad, like, you know, being a little boy, like maybe his little cousin was acting soft and he punched him. And I'm, hey, I will punch. You cannot be that way. You cannot be that way because of who your father is. Every time you be that way, they're going to think I allow that shit. Mm-hmm. And I work too fucking hard for you to take my reputation down. My son ain't going to play with me. My kids ain't going to play with me at all. And I know hers ain't going to play with her. Because when you hear her talking about older men with Chanel, <laughs> she is almost shaming Chanel. <laughs> if you bring up, how, how many years can she go up? Five? She could go up. What is she now? She could go up. I would say four or five. Obviously, I know it's five. I never asked Not my eight. mom that. Not but eight. She, but, she, but, she, but the thing about it is, I raised, I was very involved with my kids growing up. So my daughter... She looks at men that are my age as my mom's right. friends, not yeah. men that she should be getting money from and sleeping with. Mm-hmm. I think that's weird. Access. Access is important. Mm-hmm. That's why people like us got to talk. Because some of these, there's, there are kids right now who don't have great examples in their house mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have voices like this out there, they're not going to know. Like, I did not know. I'm telling you, I did not know that black people lived the way they live without selling drugs until I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I saw mother and fathers in houses, lawns, like, damn, I didn't, I didn't even know that was possible. That was mm-hmm. the first time I was like, damn, I could probably be somebody. If I'm still in the Bronx, I'm like, what the? nigga, all I know is the projects. Mm-hmm. That's why I always tell kids, go see the world. Mm-hmm. Get out your environment. Even they gotta be, you, you ain't gotta go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Just if you live in the projects in New York, mm-hmm. go to Manhattan. Watch how the people live. It's so much harder, though, because I used to teach um, third Okay, grade. if it's harder, then guess what? If it's harder, but guess what? But they don't know. Then don't, don't follow the, the girlfriends of rappers and the scammers. Follow people like Earn Your Leisure, Neo DeVizo. Like, follow people like I Am Him 500, mm-hmm. who are telling you how to get money. Mm-hmm. Follow people like me. Follow people like Crystal, who are saying, this is what black excellence looks like. Because as a kid, all we had was a Cosby show. How do yeah. you control what messages your kids are getting nowadays, though? Follow Wallow. Wallow is a great one. Wallow yeah. is an inspiration. How do I know what? How do you control what messages your kids get? I think, but see, that's the thing. I, you can't control it, right? You, can't. You, can, you honestly can't control it. But I think that when children, when they don't have examples at home, they are looking outside for examples, mm-hmm. right? I, raised children are not going to need, I mean, there's enough people around to yeah, where if they need someone internet. to connect with, they can. My daughter, my, one of my best friends, my daughter, you know, her, her car was in the shop and so she was down. One of my best girlfriends that I, you know, she thinks the way I do, that's how my tribe is. She went and picked my daughter up and she was like, I need to spend some auntie time with her. So she, even though she has access to everything and she's not a child, but it's still like 
the people around you have the most influence at the end yes. of the day. Yes. You know what I mean? Your family. Like, when you don't have that, mm-hmm. then you're going to look outside of that. But I think when you provide that, then there's a balance. Because the problem is not the, the, the information. It's the fact that there's not balance. And that the problem is also that there's, like, there's, not, there's not an influence in your life that rises above all. Mm-hmm. Like, when The Chronic came out, all my friends was, I remember the day all my friends started smoking. He was all about 14. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> if I smoke weed, nigga, hey, I feel y'all. But y'all mom ain't like mine. Mm-hmm. Y'all mom might catch y'all and, you know, my mom will catch me and purposely embarrass me. She will embarrass me. My mom told me, I, my mom, I, I want to catch you with your friends. I don't want you in the house. I want to catch you with them so I can fuck you up in front of Outside, them. Outside, in front of everybody. That was in the so corner I'll never forget. I, I was so ironic. I was thinking about this last night. Never forget. The first time all my friends smoked, it was dumb, by the way. We didn't, by the way, we don't have access to this information. But I remember one of my friends, Reese, was like, yo, all weed is is trees, right? So no, y'all denied. Nigga, mm-hmm. nigga jumped no, up, took denied. some leaves from the tree, no. <laughs> crumbled it I up, rolled it up in a piece of paper, and they smoked it. I love and it. I remember they was like, yeah, let's do this. And I remember I was thinking like, in my head, how am I going to get out of this? And then it was one went, two went, and then they went to the one before me, which is Boo Man. And I'll never forget, Boo Man did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, up. No, I'm not doing that. I got asthma. I wasn't doing it anyway, but he just gave me an easy out. Because we was walking from the bus stop, and my mother, everybody had to get to our apartment complex on Gabby Road. You had to ride down that hill. And the last thing I wanted to see was that red station wagon Subaru coming. Because she, she wasn't the type of mom that would stop either. You want the type of mom that would stop and be like, y'all want to get a ride down? Because it was like a quarter, a half a mile walk. She would ride by, but she'll stop by and make sure she's, I see her y'all doing all right cool and then keep it going <laughs> that shit flew ha- kept me flying straight <laughs> kids need to be scared of their parents i agree i don't care so I, I don't care what nobody say i'm just no. picturing her keeping on moving kids need I, did, I stopped being scared of my mom when i was like 27 i am still scared I, of my mom I am still I, kids need to be mom. afraid uh, listen kids need to be afraid of their parents if parents fuck if parents whipped <laughs> their children's butt <laughs> We would have way less. Yeah. We wouldn't have the water boys. Yeah. We wouldn't have uh, uh, a lot of these car break-ins from these teenagers mm-hmm. because there would be teenagers like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of the police, but I'm afraid of my mother even more or my daddy even more. And that's how you know. So I wish you would have an OnlyFans page. If my daughter had an Ooh. OnlyFans page today... <laughs> I would bust. I would you know, I her. never worked in the clubs because I was scared to embarrass my mother with wearing like the leotards. I was like, my mother didn't pay for me to go to college to be outside wearing leotards. Like, I didn't. I'm, I'm not going nowhere near that. Like, no. Well, kids need to be scared of parents. Listen, mm-hmm. the best kids are the kids. My mother give me the look. Who parents don't play? Can't say nothing. That's true. The, the best kids are the, when you the start treating your afraid when to you try to keep, treat mm-hmm. your kids like they your friends. They gonna act like your friends. I love my kids. I hug them. I kiss them. I talk to them every day. But they know what little Raymond does. Miyoki, she's still not a, she's not afraid of me. <laughs> Miyoki thinks she's Miyoki don't give a fuck. the queen but of that's the world. She, but that's because she's a girl and I won't hit her. Mm-hmm. Her mother, I might tap up her mother with the disciplinary for her. But little Raymond knows. 
he knows mm-hmm. if my dad give me that look, it's some shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't want no shit with my dad. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the fact that I'm so nice. And when I turn from, like, nice father to, like, don't. You know, yeah. He, it, that, that voice makes him cry. Yeah. That mm-hmm. voice scares him. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't never want to lose that. Because there are going to be peer pressure moments where, and especially because you're my son, where your friends are like, man, you should do you. Especially, nah, especially you not. Right. <laughs> tell you right now. Let me tell you something. I never forget this. This is I saw one of my friends live chat. I'm not gonna say his name. He was we was in the car. I never forget. We was riding down Gabby. We was listening to fucking and I was with the shits. By the way, I'm not. Let's be clear. I was always the friend that was there. But I'm not gonna do. Ready to look out driver. No, no, no. I was there. Shit. So we riding and he playing Master P. One, two niggas getting high in my Cadillac, and I remember licking. And I remember he was high as fuck, and they was driving him in the back, and he hit a car. Uh-oh. And he, and he rear into the car. No bullshit. And by the way, this friend was up. So it was kind of like, he like would give me money to like eat. So I, it was kind of like, you my little nigga now. And he was like, damn, right at the car. He was like, man, we high as fuck. Ray, you ain't driving. You ain't high. I need when the police come, you say they're driving. How you think I handled that? You know how I handled that? I said, man, I'm down, man. I'm cool. I just need you to call my mother and tell her. Because if you tell my mother, and she say yes, but if, you, if I say yes and my mother don't, don't know, I might get kicked out the house. So I'll take the charge. Just call my mother. That's a good one. My mother always Nigga said, said call your mom. He called, he did? Oh, I didn't. Of course he, he did. Oh, shit. He, tried to get out, he got arrested that day. He said, call your mom. I called her. Ma. Lorraine said I did. Um, <laughs> he, he driving. We got an accident. But Ma, they want me to say I'm driving. What? I'm on my motherfucking way. If you say anything, no, I'm a, I'm a fuck. You better not. I can't go to Foster. Bro, my mom about to come fuck me up, man, for asking. Mom on the way. He went to jail. I didn't. That's why that was it. Today. No bullshit. That is the importance of parenting Amen. and being afraid of your mom and mm. knowing. That you don't want to fuck around and find out. Lorraine is the first in my life to fuck around and find she out. She is the president of fuck around and find out. My mother out. is the president oh of the God. fuck around and find out club. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, so in closing, um, what's a song you had no business listening to when you was little, but you was still rocking out to it? That's so easy for me. I knew Ray would know this That's song. So like the you want me to go first, Crystal? Yeah. Okay, it was too short. I'm a player. <laughs> I was 14 years old. And he has lines, and he's like, I was only 14 when I first got my mm suck. Now I'm growing up. And I was, and I, for something about that song, I was, I was a virgin. I just <laughs> loved it. It's a line he says in the song where he says, um, I used to fuck young ass hoes, used to be broke and didn't have no clothes. Now I fuck top notch bitches. <laughs> Tell a story about rags the richest. I was like, that's gonna be me. That's gonna be me. That was his anthem. That's gonna be me. And then my stepfather pulled me to the side and was like, Hey man, you know, you know your sister's twelve, right? I'm like, yeah, well, you can't be playing songs by getting your dick sucked, man, loud in the house like that while your sister's there. That sounds crazy. I was like, damn, he right. Yeah. And I just listened to the headphones. I never thought about being the only child, right? Okay, there we go. That's a, that. That solves it all. Is, what about you? So mine is very different. It's very different. It's a whole different extreme. Um, so I loved Whitney Houston. I loved pop R and B, right? And there, there was no, there was a song called "Saving All My Love," right? Okay, yeah. So I was singing "Saving All My Love," and Jack, Jacqueline Jordan, 
Shout out to her for she, catching the lyrics. Just listen to the lyrics and the list. A few stolen moments is all that we share. You got your family and they need you there. And she said, Crystal. Ooh, <laughs> you're going to be a wife, young lady. Right. And she explained, but the song, like Whitney Houston was beautiful. Like the song was beautiful. Her voice made it sound like it wasn't really her talking about sleeping with a married man. But yeah, my mom confiscated the, and then later, I just, because that's the thing, like, hip-hop is one way, but then I was, I remember listening to Ain't Too Proud to Beg, and I didn't really know. Mm, I wasn't paying attention to Two Inches or Yard, Rock Harder, if it's sagging. <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized that's what they said. I knew Ain't Too Proud to Beg about it. Two Inches going, uh, Two right. Inches or Yard, Rock Harder, if it's sagging. It ain't and, like I'm bragging. Everybody joined up. They, they, they wanted were, all women to get look at, big. Look at, look at the light it's, bulb is going off. I didn't know. I knew it was about sex, but I didn't realize that that part was like that, that descriptive. Forever. I just want to say that they've been like that forever. Oh, my God. It's been going down. <laughs> they've been like that forever. Alice Austin will be a guest on the show soon. <laughs> We're going to ask him about that. Right. <laughs> Let's go. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in to the Culture Report. Shout out to our sponsors, Yoko Vaca and Tote and Carrie. Thank you for coming through. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, right. Let's get it. See y'all next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.